Hello, this is Debbie Kane with the We Love Arabian Horses Foundation, and I am really excited today to have with us Mary Kate Matthews, a lifelong Arabian horse lover and a gal who I have admired for a number of years. We're thrilled to have you with us today, Mary Kate. Um, please tell me what it was that excited you about Arabians and how you first got involved. Well, hello, Debbie. It's my pleasure, and I'm very honored to be included in this uh, group of podcasts. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, I guess I can go back to my childhood when I uh, was really just showing hunters and jumpers, and I had had a couple of bad injuries, and my parents said, well, that's it for that. We're changing direction. And um, so they they found an unregistered Arabian mare that was beautiful. And we bred her to a nice stallion. And I, I got my first half Arabian out of that cross. And she ended up being national champion in 1976 with Mert Sarter. So from there, we, we just, things just kind of ebbed and flowed, you know. Well, that's exciting. I'm sure that we all have these childhood memories of ex great times that we got involved with the Arabian. Um, Absolutely. I have admired you for a number of years as one of the more interesting and involved amateur writers that I've watched from the stands and from center ring. You've participated in a number of different classes, Mary-Kate. What's your favorite division? Well, that is a tough question. I, I have been lucky enough to have engaged in a number of different disciplines, Western pleasure, English pleasure, country English pleasure, pleasure driving, show hack, halter, and of course costume. Um, I, it's hard to say which is my favorite. You know, when I'm in, I'm in the actual discipline, I'm having the time of my life. I, I, I love the driving. I loved driving my stallion, Good Thunder. I loved him in costume. And with my mare for the love of thunder, the show hack was absolutely the most exhilarating, I think, of competitions because it was so very technical and, and she was so very talented. And it was an elegant class. I felt very, very pretty in that class. So I guess if I had to narrow it down, I'd say show hack. Well, that's certainly a challenging division and I, remember watching you there and what a great job you did. Thank you. I know that our exhibitors, or excuse me, our listeners are interested in the story of Good Thunder and the red umbrellas. Can you share oh. a little bit about that, please? Yes, I certainly can. Well, um, of course, Good Thunder was in training with John Randenburg at, at Rohara Arabians, and he'd already won um, national championships in driving and English pleasure. Uh, with his previous owner, Barbara Jarabek. And that's when the Red Umbrellas came into um, popularity. I was actually looking for a Western horse. Um, I had retired both my uh, Western um, mounts that had been national champion, a half Arab and a purebred. And I went to Rohar to look for a, a, a replacement and um, rode some nice horses. And then he came out on Good Thunder. And I said, John, I'm not interested in, in an English horse. Well, just why don't you get on him and just take a little ride around? Well, I'll tell you, I had the best time. 
I was just grinning from ear to ear. I hadn't ridden an English horse since I had um, shown saddlebreds also as a kid. So um, we, we left that day and um, Mark said to me, well, which one did you like? And I said, well, good thunder. He said, good thunder, that's an English horse and we can't afford him. I said, well, you know, I think we should just offer what we had in mind and see what happens. So when God loved her, Barbara accepted our offer and the rest is history. The horse was an amazing, amazing creature, um, intelligent, honest, and we had a blast. Well, I had a blast watching and judging you. She, you and Thunder were a picture to behold. Thank you. Uh, so moving forward after Thunder, you said that you showed his daughter love of Thunder. Yes, I did. And she again is an incredible creature, so much like her father with the, um, just, I call her an old soul. Both John and I call her an, an old soul. Um, she is a workhorse. She wants to go out and work every day. If, if, if she's not schooling up to par, it means something's not right with her, which is very rare. Um, we had a blast with her as, even as a three-year-old. We had fun with her at Scottsdale. We showed her a little bit in uh, Country Pleasure. She wasn't really hitting the mark in that division. Uh, you know, she didn't have, and doesn't have, she's still with me, she's 19. Doesn't have the longest snaky neck, um, had the gates and everything, but just wasn't quite what they were looking for at the time. So we got an idea to switch her and try a little show hack. Well, she took to it immediately and won six national championships, both open and amateur. She really was very gifted in all the gates and um, the judges loved her. I know you judged her once or twice and um, she was a real, real superstar. She certainly was. So in your collection of horses, is there another horse that you have shown that is particularly dear to your heart? MD Mongalen. Uh, was a Western horse that um, I purchased in 1991 from Carol Albritton. He had been top 10 a few times and um, really great animal. It had never gone national champion. And she, I was, again, I was looking for a Western horse at that time, 1991. And I inquired about him and she said, you know, I think you're the one that could make him a national champion. And we bought him and we did go national champion in Canada and US. Great horse, very honest. Again, just, you know, all my horses I've been really lucky have been, well, most of them that have done well are, are just honest horses that you can rely on. So can you tell me what characteristics you could have other amateurs look for when they're deciding what horse might suit their needs or wants? Well, the thing is, I think you really have to, depending on what you want, you have to try to find the horse that will fit that need. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And the horse will pretty much let you know what division it needs to be in. And that has happened to me before. I had a, a great horse by the name of Cameron Bay that I purchased um, and wanted to make a Western horse out of him. Well, uh, you know, it just didn't work out. He just really didn't like it. And he just, he wasn't gated for it. Um, he was certainly the picture that you wanted, but he just didn't like it. So I switched him to Hunter and we ended up back in the days when we had the Bonanza, 
Um, he was reserve national champion in the Bonanza, and we won several championships in, um, in the Hunter. So I, I think you have to listen to your horse and don't force it into doing a discipline that either it's not mentally geared for or physically geared for. Great advice. I really appreciate that because I know that we all struggle to find the correct horse. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. It is difficult. And with a number of horses being bred declining, it makes that search even more difficult, I think. It does. So you probably have also have some other advice for fellow amateurs that you could share with us today. Of course, uh, you know, if you are an amateur that, uh, and you're doing it on your own, say, which a lot of us, are, I started out doing it on my own. Um, try to look at the, at the trainers that you admire, see what they're doing, see how they are with their horses, watch some classes, watch some of these trainers schooling, those that you admire and, and want to emulate. Also, if you are able to find a trainer that you trust and, and that you admire, really listen to your trainer take those coaching lessons to heart and and trust your trainer trust your horse trust your horse and um i always say you know when you hit that gate that end gate you've got to ride into that ring like you own it not being overly zealous but picture yourself making that victory pass have that confidence in yourself and your horse fabulous advice I know that there's many amateurs who are listening today who probably will really take that to heart and look at the whole showing picture in a little different way, given your advice. Oh, well, I hope so. That would make me feel very good. <laughs> so the thing that I remember the most about Good Thunder is that fantastic costume that you had and you carried yes. the flag into the U.S. Nationals. That had to fill your heart with pride. The, that was the proudest moment I can, I can say in my career to date. That carrying the flag, and I was able to carry it three times at US Nationals. It, it just, um, it took my breath away. Standing in there with that flag and the national anthem playing, I, I couldn't believe it. I said, th th look where I am. I'm in center <laughs> ring in Louisville on my horse with the flag and all these people. It was truly an honor, truly, truly an honor. Well, and it's amazing just to stand in center ring in Louisville, knowing how many national champions and world champions have been placed in that ring. It's yes. Always awe inspiring. It is just coming down that ramp and it's, it's such a feeling. And the, the, the last year we had in Louisville, which was in, in um, uh, 2006, that was, I was able to carry the flag then. And we retired Thunder that night. And uh, that was quite a week. I'm sure it was an impactful, emotional week for you. It was. Having all those great experiences and then closing a chapter with Thunder. Yes, it, it was, it really was. It was, um, it was very cheerful, yeah, and John and I, were very emotional that night. It was the end of an era in the show ring. Well, we really appreciate you visiting with us today and sharing your insight into the world of being an amateur. 
So if people have follow-up questions for you, do you mind sharing your email with us, Mary-Kate? Not at all. It's uh, Kate Belsonio, that's K-A-T-E-S-B-E-L-S-O-G-N-O at AOL.com. I'd be happy to hear from any amateurs that would like to chit chat or if anyone has any questions, for well, sure. Perfect. And if somebody would like to reach out to us at We Love Arabian Horses, it's just hello at welovearabianhorses.com. So you can also feel free to contact us there anytime. We really appreciate your time and thank you so much, Mary Kate, for sharing a little bit of your wonderful history with Arabians. Thank you, Debbie. It's just been my pleasure to chat with you and I hope to see you again soon. Well, thank you. I will look forward to that. Okay. Talk to you soon. Thank mm -hmm. you. Bye-bye.